Hey girl, hey. How's everybody feeling today? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. I um I spoke with my significant author about my last podcast on suicide and anxiety. No, Suicide and Panic, I think the the name of it was. And we had a really lengthy discussion about it. And it's obviously very real and raw for us, especially him. And anyone who knows this, uh, well, should know that living with a mental illness is just excruciating it is it's one well at least for me it's the most difficult thing that I I have to deal with in my life and uh, habitual like just constant this constant um up and down and all around right um but what you have to understand is the people around you suffer as well without the understanding that you have without the turmoil that's going on inside of your brain and your body and, and all of those things. And so in, in, in many ways, it can be more difficult on the caretaker or the, or the lover or the family member or whoever it is that is with that individual because they're trying with all their might to understand, help, love, and support and do all of these things, but they just don't. They, they don't understand And so I talked to him about the podcast and he was like, I I, I liked this part and I liked that part. But, you know, there were a couple of parts where I got got really upset and it, and it, um, it activated something in me, you know, my, my heart started racing. I started getting really emotional. It triggered me. And I thought about that and it was of course, I, I don't want him triggered. I, I don't want him feeling these feelings. And so my, my first instinct was, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to delete it. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. There's a part, there were, there's a couple parts towards the end of the podcast. There's one in particular where I say, I'm going to say goodbye now. And then there's like this pregnant pause. It was totally unintentional and I didn't know that it was there or hear that it was there until I re-listened to the podcast. And then there's another area where I say something that is very impactful. Now, did it affect my husband and I just because of what we're going through and the life that we're living? Or was it really as emotional and hard hitting and hard to hear as it was, right? Uh, I don't know because all I know is who I am and what I have going on right now in this moment in my life. So with that being said, I thought about deleting it and then I thought, no, I'm not a deleter. That's not like, I'm just, I'm, I'm not about that life. And then I thought about editing it and then I was like, yeah, that's kind of cheating too. And then I thought about the poetic justice of that 
I'm going to say goodbye now. And then that pregnant pause. And I thought, at least for me, I feel like it's fitting. I do not want to hurt anyone in my life. I don't want to hurt my significant other. But I also explain how I'm not just addressing the elephant in the room. I am the elephant. So if that's the case, then I have to be okay with making people feel uncomfortable or myself feeling uncomfortable or talking about things that hurt, that are really hard, that you don't want to hear and you don't want to look at and you don't want to address. And so that's not the podcast today. But I just kind of wanted to go over it in case anybody thought, oh my gosh, you know, this sounds like this girl needs help, like SOS. This girl sounds suicidal. Uh, I wasn't at the time, and I don't want to make light of it. I don't want to laugh at it. But I also feel like you have to laugh in life because otherwise, what's the point? So I'm really sorry if I upset anyone by the unintentional thing, you know, pauses or, or some of the phrases that I used or, or the way that I said certain things, it wasn't meant to be a goodbye. It was just meant to be my version of my truth. And those pauses were either me trying to get my emotions in check or, you know, thinking about what it is that I was going to say next, you know, to, to be a little bit more cautious on such a sensitive subject. Okay. Hey girl. Hey. Hey. Today, podcast three, I have a really good one. And I am going to mix up the format because I usually start with my past and then go to the present and then kind of go back to the past. But I want to start out today with explaining to you that I woke up really early because I had an appointment. So bitch, like so bitchy. And I did not get the rest that I needed. And uh, if you know anything about mental illness, especially bipolar, it is like paramount that you get good sleep. And I struggle with sleep on a good day, but I knew that my son was gonna be driving to Arizona this morning, first thing to go to a soccer, a regional soccer, it's not a tournament, but it's like a league, uh, with, uh, people on his team. And so I am super anxious. And last night I'm like, I'm shaking. The word shaking is not right. I'm, I'm really restless. I'm like kind of wiggling around trying to rock myself to sleep. I'm listening to my favorite soundtrack and doing all the things that I can. My husband is, you know, rubbing my, my 
my face and my my chakras and and trying to help me calm down so that I can I can rest and it it was helpful it helped me originally fall asleep but I I just just was still just restless all night worried really really worried because for me every time someone leaves in my life I am convinced that's it's the last time I'm going to see them and why am I convinced it's the last time I'm going to see them and this is where my past comes in and is the little the little ghost the little Casper the ghost from my my past and um actually it's not little it's quite large um my absolute fear I am petrified of abandonment or of loss and it affects every single area of my life it affects trust and love and self-worth and even feeling like I can get in the car and just run down the street and go through a drive-through and and grab something and pick it up because you know in the last I think seven or eight months we've had three car accidents we've been married for my husband and I have been married for almost 20 years no car accidents and then bam 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 like one after another so I have this insane fear of driving and getting in the car and every time someone leaves I'm just panicked and and I just it's always worst case scenario I every single time and I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, uh, but even as I my, my kids were growing up, it was very seldom that I ever, ever left them. But if I did, if, the, if there happened to be a time where I left my kids for an extended period of time, let's say, you know, my husband and I, he had a work trip and we were going to be gone for three days, I would, I would literally sit down and I would write goodbye letters to each and every one of my kids and I would put it in the safe (laughs) so by the way if anyone ever wants to rob me the only thing you're gonna get is years and years and years of goodbye letters from me to my children um, you know telling them how much I love them and how I wish I could be there for them and see them get married and graduate from college and you know all of these things Um, and I believed that if I did that, if I went through that process of saying my goodbyes and writing these letters, then they would be safe. But if I didn't, then it was a for sure thing that either something would happen to my husband and I or something would happen to my kids. But like the paranoia and the fear all so real, it almost is tangible. And I've had people tell me, you don't need to do that, you know? And, and, and for me, like, it's, it's a no brainer. I just do it. And now I look back, whether it's healthy or not, I'm not sure, but I can look back and see exactly where I was mentally at that point in time, at the age that my kids were and the things that I wanted for them. And I kind, I can see the growth that I have personally had, and I can see how the things that I want for my children have changed over time as well. So it's, it's kind of a blessing and a curse. 
But um, abandonment is really, really real. And, and it can be very debilitating to the point where you you don't feel safe leaving the house and, and you don't want to go anywhere. And I find myself constantly pushing, pushing myself, just get up and go or just, or, or, you know, I know this is uncomfortable, but go anyway. And luckily, again, in, in, in our home, we're very open and we talk about this, this concept, this idea of, of ultimate truth. And so I'll tell my husband, you know, I'm, I'm having anxiety about this. I'm going to go, but I want you to know that if I, if I tell you I'm done, I'm done. And I'm done doesn't mean, okay, we're going to finish. We're going to wrap up this 20 minute conversation, you know, shake everyone's hand and leave. I'm done. My ultimate truth and what my husband knows about me is when I say I'm done, that means we get up and we walk out. That's how serious it is for me. When I'm done, I'm done. And I am falling apart. And I do think that it is important to challenge yourself. I do think it's important to push yourself. But I also think that you can push yourself too hard. And, I, and, I, and, and it's different for every person. And I have found that the more that I practice this, and the more that I trust that my husband is going to have my back or whoever it is that I'm with, the more that I trust them, the more that I know, you know what, when, when I send that signal that I'm panicking, I'm not okay, we need to get out of here, when I know that I can trust that person and they're going to get me out of that situation as quickly as possible, then I find that I am growing. I find that the next time that we venture out and we go somewhere, it gets a, just, just a little bit easier because that trust is there. And trust is really, really hard when you have, you know, well, at least for me, I have this huge history of abandonment like one after another, you know, my, my mother abandoned me. I lost my sister, marriage, divorce, marriage, divorce, you know, nurses coming in and out of my life, my grandparents taking care of me in and out of my life. I, I was just bounced around all over the place. You know, I was, I, I wouldn't even say I was a latchkey kid. I was a bouncy ball kid. You know, I mean, I, I never knew who my caretaker was going to be. I, 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 I didn't have a steady ever. And um, so going back to this morning, okay, so I am so extra. And I have this appointment and I have come accustomed to my husband waking up in the morning and making coffee and like waking up and smelling the aroma. And I actually shouldn't drink coffee, but it, I have an emotional attachment to it. And so I'll have like a quarter of a cup of coffee in the morning, just enough to kind of wake my brain up a little bit and just enough to be like, Hey, you're not completely depriving yourself. You know, that type of thing. Uh, sometimes it backfires, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but I, this morning coffee wasn't made. I was running late and I was just being a jerk. 
And so I get in the car, I leave without coffee. I'm like, I'm going to be late. And I'm, I'm rushing to my appointment and rushing for me, you know, the, the panic, the panic attack chick, um, rushing for me is going exactly the speed limit. (laughs) But inside my heart is racing because I know I need to get there and I hate being late. I think it's so disrespectful. So I'm totally going the speed limit, but I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to will myself there quicker. And anyways, I get there. Um, I was having my, um, this is going to sound very vain, but you know what? Ultimate truth. I was having my eyelashes done. I was having eyelash extensions put on. So I go there because it's something that makes me feel better about myself. Lay down, go through the process, talk to her, love the gal that I go to. She's an old family friend and we have like a great little conversation, talk about the holidays. And um, as we're talking, I kind of have this underlying irritation still brewing inside of me and luckily I had about an hour and a half to lay there and simmer down and just chat and after my appointment was over I got in the car and realized how rude and extra I was so I call my husband, we're in the middle of a conversation, and he's really, really encouraging me to do these podcasts, and he's like, we should go look at mics tonight, because right now, I'm sitting in my closet, I have my my headphones in that have the little speaker thing on the side, and I'm just talking into my iPhone, and so he's wanting to set me up with this full setup and all these things. And I'm like, no, like chill. You know, he's like being like the perfect stage mom, all the love in the world, like not a bad stage mom, but like a good one. Like, girl, I want to hook you up. Hey, you know, like I want to make your life easier. I want to make you sound like a pro. And I'm sitting there going like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, don't, don't ruin this for me. Like, don't take the fun out of it. Don't make it a job you know, like I'm not looking for a job. This is, this is therapy for me at this point. And, um, I get really snippy and snappy with him, you know, and I'm just, and he's just like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I'm just, you know, just trying to help. And I realized how rude I was being to him. So I said, fine, fine. Let's go to the store tonight and you can just buy me, you can just buy me a full setup and, you know, again, extra, like my, my saint, my saint of a husband is just listening to me, you know, because I kept saying no, 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 no. And then finally I give in because I'm like, if he pesters me one more time, I'm just, I'm going to lose my shit. Well, I lost my shit anyways. So I finally say, okay, fine, let's go. I'm going to buy a $4,500 mic and you want me to have it, you know, whatever, just like out of my, out of my mind. And again, I have this little moment where I go, girl, you are crazy. Like, why are you treating this good ass man 
who is only trying to love and support you and help you, why are you treating him like this? And so I sit there and I think ultimate truth, this is where it gets hard. Okay. My ultimate truth is I didn't want him to buy me the mic. I don't want him to buy me a mic. I I don't feel like I deserve it. I don't feel like I have done enough podcasts. I don't feel like I have enough content. I don't feel like I've checked off the boxes on my to-do list to feel like I deserve to have a mic. I, I, I want to be able to do these things so that it feels like I've earned it or I deserve it or whatever. Um, and so I realized that I realized that I feel like I don't deserve it, which is self-worth, which is tied back to my abandonment issues. I feel like I don't really trust his intentions because I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, so if, if I'm getting this whole setup, then what does that mean? Does that mean that like, this is now my job? Am I now, is, is this now something that I have to do? And so trust again, goes right back to that abandonment issue. And then I go back to, well, I don't deserve this, which is also self-love, you know, do I love myself enough to invest in myself? Do I love myself enough to to believe that I can do this because it's a lot of pressure. I feel like as soon as I get a mic, then I'm going to be under a microscope, you know, like succeed, 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 and I just I I I don't want that pressure on me. Again, all of these things, all all of these issues that I'm having, they go back to this abandonment. Well, then I look at abandonment and go, man, am I, am I, am I over, am I giving abandonment like a worst, like, like gig than it really should have? And I think about it more and I go, well, why do I have abandonment issues? Well, I have abandonment issues and the first abandonment was obviously the abandonment of my mother leaving me. And so then I think about that and I go, where's the, what's the ultimate truth in that? What is that? And what I realized was, is it's love. When I feel abandoned, it's because I feel like I am unloved. Or I am unlovable or I am unworthy or any of these negative things that one tells themselves if they have been abandoned. Now, I have many facets to myself and my personality and all of these things. And so in, in one way, I can look at it and go, girl, get your life. Because you know you're worthy. But then I have 10 other voices saying, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. 
And so I had to pump my brakes, my, my metaphorical brakes today. And I had to say, hun, let me stop right now. I'm really sorry. I love you. I didn't get enough rest today. I'm acting really bitchy. (laughs) You do not deserve this. And I don't like the way that I'm treating you. And I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm acting a fool. And so, yeah, let's go. Let's go and look at Mike's tonight. That doesn't mean we're buying anything, but let's go and celebrate and let's go look at Mike's because it's something he wants to do for me and it's, and it's something that I can do and look at and get excited about for the future and hopefully not put too much pressure on myself because I was given some really, really great advice recently of if it's not fun, then it's not worth it. And if, if you're doing something and you don't love it, and if it's not fun for you, then it, it then becomes work and then it becomes a drag and then it is taking away from your muchness. And I don't want to do anything that's taking away from my muchness. I want to, I want to be filling my cup. I want to be feeding myself, my spirit, my heart, my soul, all of those things. Uh, whatever they mean. Um, That's what I want to do. So I hope everybody has a great day. I I hope you've learned something from this podcast. I hope you've learned that there is always an ultimate truth if you dig deep enough. And I hope that we are treating one another with kindness. And I hope that if, if, if we're not, then we can dig deep And that we can identify the problem and that we can apologize and correct our behavior and love one another and move forward. And with that being said, I wish everyone more peace, more love, and more understanding. And that is my time.